obsessors. We are dropping gems today. We are the jewels. We've got Julie Riga, the author of Stay On Course, and yours truly, Coach Jules. So the two jewels, we're dropping gems, and we are starting a little series of gem drops. And listen in for it, because if you don't know Julie Riga, she is my yin to my yang. And welcome, Jules. Hello. How are you today? I am good. I'm good to... I am just good because you're here, number one, and number two, that you're going to be dropping some gems. And we often talk, Jules and I, about the power of one. Would you like to expand on that, Jules Riga? That's right. Yes, I do want to expand on that. So last weekend, I had the very interesting opportunity to go to my 30th high school reunion you look yes, far too young. Yes. That is how old I am. I don't even want to admit it, but it happened. And, you know, I had some difficult times in high school, as many of us have. Growing up is hard. And especially, I had some other challenges. Both of my parents were from other countries, they came here. So they weren't in exactly understanding on how the world here in America works. I had some health issues I had to deal with. And so that caused me to be a little behind socially and academically. And so I spent most of my high school time a little bit challenged. And through those challenges, I had some really difficult times creating friend groups like most of the other kids. And so when I went back to this reunion, I was like, gosh, I really just want to know some of the people I went to school with because I didn't have that opportunity to be friends with them. And I found myself asking the question every time I would initiate a conversation with somebody, I would say, do you remember me? And I thought that was such an interesting thing because apparently I was invisible. But then when I asked the question, do you remember me? They were like, yes, of course I remember you. But remember me, meaning I know your face, I know your name, but I know nothing about you. Joel, so yes, if I may, yes, because this story is so powerful and it just really is. So it really, it really just, is an example of your character. High school, 1990. We're going to go back to 1990. Oh, dear and, gosh. Oh, dear God. But you were that girl with, and I'm just painting the picture. You were that girl in the corner with the braces, awkward, not feeling well, not fitting in with anybody. And you probably internalized it a lot. So fast forward, we have 30 years of experience, life experience. And this girl who really left high school, graduated high school with no friends to speak of, maybe there were a few, you walk in to your high school reunion, your husband's at home, you go by yourself and you own that room. That confidence inspires me, number one. And the picture of you going up to people and just asking, do you remember me? You can take it from here, Jules. 
drop some gems. <laughs> well, I mean, it was interesting, but once I started talking to people, it, they're just like, you know, it's just like any other person that you didn't really know. And you just kind of start a conversation with them. Um, but some of the people that like kind of knew me, I thought it was interesting when I would start to share some of my life. Or, or even talk about my dad, you know, because of the book. They're like, oh my God, I never knew that about you. And I'm like, the yeah. Book. The book is Stay on Course, Father Ennio Riga. Yeah. I mean, my father growing up was semi famous. Like in, in his own little way, he was famous. He was, he did a television commercial, a Chef Boyardee commercial. He was on Regis Fieldman. You know, he would get picked up in a limo and like dropped off places because he had some TV appearances that he did. And so he had like a very interesting life. And like, you know, behind the scenes, my sister's like, yeah, Julie, we I don't really have a memory of this, but we were in the same room as like Frank Sinatra, you know, so it was uh, an interesting childhood. So but the point I'm trying to make here is that nobody knew that about me. You know, nobody knew that my dad had this like secret celebrity life because nobody knew me. And, you know, when I share this story, they're like, really? How come I never knew that about you? And so just interesting. And so there was this one guy that I was speaking to for quite a long time. There was a bunch of different kinds of people. But, you know, this one guy was saying, oh, I was, you know, nice to everybody. And I'm like, yeah, everybody was nice to everybody, but nobody really went out of their way to be that one person to say, you know what, I see you struggling and I want to help you. And so I just was reflecting on that, the power of one person. And so that person ended up being somebody younger than me. I actually did create a really nice friendship with somebody who I'm very good friends with now, but she was a year younger than me. And I sort of realized then or now that maybe I just wasn't mature enough to be friends with the people in my grade because of like my illness, but the people that were, you know, one year younger than me or two years younger than me, I was much, it was easier for me to be friends with them because developmentally I might've not been there, but I mean, now it's a, it's a level playing field. So I often think about what that one person can do to help another person. That's so true. And one word, one kind word, one act of kindness, one random act of kindness can be exponential in its effects. One person. And we all have that one person in our life. We all have that one person that we remember that was kind to us when we were not feeling well about ourselves. And this reminds me of the butterfly effect. Do you know the butterfly effect, Jules? I do. I, I, it's so funny. I saw a video recently about that, but please tell us about it, Julie. Well, thank you, Jules. Jules and Julie, you'll get us confused, but just listen on. The butterfly effect is really a meteorological Meet, okay, I'm going to say this wrong. Meteorological. Can you say that, Jules, better than I can? I don't think so. You okay. did it just great. Okay. <laughs> and it's become a metaphor, meteorological. No, I know that's incorrect. But what they did, scientists did the research of butterflies and the flapping of their wings. The flapping of the wings of the butterfly 
sent molecules across the globe and those molecules accumulated and created a hurricane. So the little small act, the small act of flapping your wings created a hurricane on the other side of the globe. This is a true fact. And the butterfly effect concept has since been used outside the context of weather as it is been applied to broader terms, broader terms for any situation where a small change is supposed to cause larger consequences. And it is so powerful, this idea of the butterfly effect. It's so powerful. And I think about it throughout my day, seeing someone that is struggling or doing something in alignment with your core values that makes such a small difference on the other side of the globe, you can be making a huge difference. So if we go back to Jules high school, circa 1990, we can see that one kind word has made a difference. And I'm sure you've had those people in your life to build and boost your confidence, Jules. Of course, of course. And I think after those years, especially when I turned 17, things started to get better for me. I think really it was like my sophomore and junior year that were the hardest, but senior year, I started to become more of myself. I started taking medication. And so I was uh, more myself. And then into college, I was able to really have that friend group that I so desperately wanted to have. And it was just so easy for me to make friends. It was just such a different experience. So I was so happy to be in college and just have that whole dynamic change. So I'm hearing from you that medication and college did the trick. Was your butterfly effect? (laughs) Well, my butterfly effect was actually my friend, the one that uh, forced me to go to college. She's like, you are not staying home. You are not going to like county college. She really wanted me to go away. This was the one friend that I was telling you about who I'm still friends with today. Shout out. Who's that friend? Her name is Lauren. And she's probably, I'm going to tell her she's going to have to listen to this now. So it was her. Thank you for taking on Jules. (laughs) She she was one of those people. She's, she's one of those, I'm not going to give up on you people, you know? And uh, she basically was like, you need, like, I think she saw more in me. And it was really the friendship that I had with her that pushed me to be come not become the person I am, but push me to take advantage of opportunities that I had. We need more Um, Laurens. We need more butterflies like Lauren in our lives because that one gesture, that one boost of confidence, that one pat on the back can change lives. And someone like the butterfly Lauren giving Julie the boost of confidence, believing in Julie has changed her life. She's an author. She is a TEDx speaker. She is changing the world. And she is walking into rooms saying, do you remember me? And I am quite certain that when she leaves the room, no one will forget her. Obsessors get obsessed with doing those small random acts of kindness. Learn more about the butterfly effect and get obsessed with your life.
obsessed with humans on the verge of change obsessed with humans on the verge of change how about that obsessors if i were to sing that nobody would be listening right now <laughs>